The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. It's John Holmberg here adding beauty to your world with my friends from Creative Environments. Outdoor living is something we have here in Arizona, and we get to enjoy it almost all year round. Your living space doesn't have to end where your house walls end. You have a backyard just begging to become functional and useful. My designer at Creative Environments, Danielle, came to my house and created an outdoor space for me that is basically now square footage for my home, and I'm so happy I had them reimagine this portion of my property. I have them working on another project too. I spend a ton of time by my pool in the summer. It's a great pool, but the area around it seems to be just a bunch of wasted space. Danielle at the team at Creative Environments, they're drawing something up for me now. And the cool part is when they show it to me, it's going to be a 3D video. So it's going to basically look like it's finished before they even start. Leaves nothing to the imagination. You'll know exactly what you're getting right there. They are top shelf in every aspect, design, construction, even maintenance. All you have to do is give them a look-see. CreativeEnvironments.com. We live in paradise. Build the backyard of your dreams. Sephora stores are everywhere you are. So just pop in when you need a brown lip to match your 90s playlist. A confidence boost before your interview. Or a last-minute gift for mom's birthday. There's always a Sephora near you. Just pop in. Use our store locator to find your local Sephora or Sephora at Kohl's. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Thank you very much, Alliance, and a glorious beginning to the day. Yeah, people are uh, still, like, I'm getting every picture last night. Uh, all the all the emails I have, the subject is son's boobs, and it's that, <laughs> that lady that sat behind the bench. I mean, 30 of them. Somebody pointed out that Women's Empowerment Night thing. Oh, by the way, for Women's Empowerment Night, this is what they were, uh, this was... The most insulting part of it, not the respecting. I was reminded of this. Uh, we're sitting there watching. You know how the, they do the, the trampoline dunks with the Sun Soul team, and then the gorilla comes out and does an yeah. awesome dunk, and they've had that for years, and they do this thing. They're like, all right, for Women's Empowerment Night, let's get – and they just pull a couple of guys, evidently not ringers or anything, out of the crowd, which is – I even said it. I'm like, this is an insurance liability the Suns would never take. Yeah. First off, you're not taking guys out of the crowd and saying, all right, Hit that trampoline, top speed, and dunk the ball. You've never done it before? Give it a try. So the first guy goes up, and he runs. He's just dope in like a flannel shirt. Hits the trampoline and just falls off of it. He's never seen how they worked in his life. Oh, my, what a dumb guy. Next guy goes running up. He gets a little air, but, oh, he dropped the ball, and then he just splats down on the mat. Oh, well, this is hard. Only professionals can do this. And then some lady gets out there, and she runs along and just skies and dunks it. And then I think Vince goes, see, ladies can do anything. It's like, oh, garbage. <laughs> they Santa's planted. So they planted two dudes to act like they're I'm helpless. Going for my money back on my tickets on that it one. It was, yeah. Although that was a moment where I'm like, all right, sons, enough. <laughs> give, me, uh, give me half back for that charade you just put out there. These two dolts had to pretend to be weak 
wimpy, weird men that just, how do trampolines work? The first guy just ran into it. Oh, God, I didn't know it had a bouncy part. Is that how this works? And he's laying on the mat, like, dead bugging his way off the thing on his back. Next guy worked the trampoline better, but couldn't. I mean, he made it maybe a foot and a half past the thing. He's reaching for the basket. Oh, he got as high as any WNBA player uh, without a trampoline. He was like a foot and a half off the ground. He tumbles into the mat. And this girl does a full, like, 15 feet in the air, soaring tomahawk dunk in the crowd. Goes, yeah, ladies! And like, garbage. <laughs> Bullshit. I wanted to start the chant, but it would have been rude. It, it, and doesn't anyone see that as, like, so insulting? Don't the ladies see Don't that? Don't they see it? But no, they were cheering. Yeah. Look, see those two fat guys? They fell for it. Ladies won't realize the sons would never have a insurance liability where they just take two fat dolts and put them on the court and make them run into a trampoline. You're, when we did, uh, they knew we were going to, they were paying us. Not like the olden days. Oh, no. The olden days, they'd let you out there until what? Somebody fell and sued <laughs> yeah. them and they're like, we can't do this anymore. But on the ice, the Coyotes used to let us out on the ice uh, for like, you know, in, intermission. And you'd go out and scream, hey, everybody, here's a T-shirts and crap. And nobody listened. And we did nobody our could chicken hear. thing. Yeah, out on the ice. no, that was at the basketball, wasn't it? I think that was at basketball. I thought that was a hockey one. Or no, it was that was at uh, football. That was at arena football. That's where yeah, it was. Yeah, okay. stand out there. But on the ice, they didn't let you do much, and you you had to stand in a little corner, and then just you know they give you a mic and you got two minutes. You get off two minutes. If you're longer than two minutes, we get fined by the NHL ten thousand dollars. You're paying that fine. I'll go stand in your corner and do the thing, and they give you a mic and like <laughs> nobody could hear you. Just this big booming noise, and then you're tossing T-shirts. That's all they cared about. But you weren't allowed to walk on the ice, and you found out why if you ever did. Because in shoes, and if you're not on it a lot, your knees just buckle up from under you like you're a deer trying to... Or like, you know when you see a colt try to walk for the first time? That's how average Joe, who's not on ice a lot, looks. Once that rubber gets hard. They let me pretend to do a slap shot. My, remember that? And that yeah. one video we were doing, I was like, dude, you can do a slap shot. But be, and the guy kept saying, be careful. And I lifted the stick back, and my shoes weren't built for this. One went out from under the other, and I, it's on video. I swear to God, I was maybe a millimeter from blowing my right knee out. It hurts so bad. And they're like, we told you, get off the ice. So for them to actually pretend they're saying, hey, Brett and your fat friend, want to jump on the trampoline for a second in front of these people? Sure. They should have put that... that uh that big broad with the big boobs. Oh, out no, there, that man. would have empowered some women. If that trampoline would have held her. It was such a... Yeah, the trampoline would, just, <laughs> would have just, you just jumped on it and been standing still. That, you'd have to back up backboard because when that thing shatters... Oh, you'd have a backup <laughs> ceiling. She'd have, with her weight distribution, that, that trampoline would have shot her to the moon. She'd have been Apollo 13, gone around it and come back. We'd have had to go rescue her out of the Atlantic. But yeah, it, it was... That, that's embarrassing. If I was a woman, I'd, if I was a woman, I'd have gone. I'm going to talk to the Suns marketing team. What was that thing where you did the two dumb guys and then the girl? What was that? Well, we wanted to make women feel good, so we made men fake it. <laughs> like that—that's just mean. <laughs> I just can't get this pickle jar open. Can you? Click. Oh, I loosened it. <laughs> that's nice, little lady. Go have a seat with your big cans. We need four more rubes to take yeah. the. Uh Four ladies on in a relay race. Right. Oh, that. They do all that stuff where they get guys like, you know, guys, lose the race. Okay, don't. It's like letting a kid win. We'll get you the free shirt afterwards. Don't worry. I learned that early in my life. I hated when, because my dad wouldn't let me win. Ever. 
for as long as I can remember, if my dad and I competed, he won. And he, and he would always say, you're not going to beat me. You can't. And I'm not going to teach you that you can. And it meant something when I turned 17 and finally got him at something, which was basketball, a game he didn't even like. I, I, I worked as hard as I could to break his hand when we'd play catch. And he's like, all right. And I was a pitcher. And I would try as hard as I could to try to bust his thumb. I'd throw so hard. I'd, I'd hump that thing so hard just because I'm like, He's throwing it just as hard back to me. He treated me like an adult, and I appreciated it. If I was if I was on that trampoline last night, like, good for you. I'm like, you guys phoned it in on purpose to try to make me feel good, and that, that's worse. Again, I can't stand being patronized or placated like, great job. I'm like, no, you guys faked it, and I know what happened here, and I appreciate it. But I get mad at React Defense all the time because I know those guys can kick my ass, and sometimes they'll hold back because they know a move I don't. And they won't use it. I'm like, just, just hit me. Hit me as hard as you can to teach me the lesson. But that women's empowerment thing. See what the men couldn't do? She bounced right on that trampoline. Well, you don't Ooh. learn anything from a pat on the back and just uh, ever, boy. Ever. Yes. Absolutely true. You gave it your all. And did you see the others? They couldn't do it either. It's like garbage. Everyone gets a trophy tonight. Yeah, I hate when I watch little kids, like when the dad's running, and they're like, oh, he's going to beat me. And the little kid's like, dee. And he runs through the finish line? No. I don't even like when they do that for, you know, the mentally challenged kids and in fake football plays in high school when they let the one kid run for a touchdown every pretends to tackle. I'm like, hit him. He wants to play football. He doesn't he doesn't want to Yeah, and it depends on the sport that you're uh I mean on all sports. I mean, you don't want to swing it to the other side where you're just dominating where they don't even get a chance to learn anything. No, it. you play like him. if I if I hit my first serve or whatever every time sure. to a, well, if know, you're you, trying to teach someone yeah, something, that's I'm a instructional lesson. Type but if thing. you're in a if you're in a competition and you hold off and go, oh, he beat me, yeah. I'm, I'm more insulted by that than I would be just taking my beating. Like if I stood and said to you, Brady, I will play you at tennis. Yeah, I don't want you to take it easy. Kick my ass because you're good at it and I'm not. I don't want you going. Oh, I couldn't get to that one. Well, bull. And I know better. You wouldn't get in a boxing ring with me and go, all right, let's go. Yeah. Because if it's boxing rules, because I've done it for a long time. doesn't mean you're not tough. No. you just don't know the sport as well as I do. I'll eventually get knocked out. But imagine if I'm like, ooh, and I'm just throwing powder puff shots. Ooh. And you're like, no, I really want to know what this is like. And you're like, oh, you're so good at it. You'd be mad because it's, it's insulting. Trampoline dunks. It was pretty funny, though. And this guy said, uh, March is International Women's Month. Why do they get an extra day in their own month? What do they get to double down for? It's a good point. You got a whole month. Yeah. There's not like Black Day in the middle of, inter- of uh, uh, you know, Black History Month. February doesn't have end. Also, it's Black Day. Ladies are uh, grandstanding. We get it. You get a whole month. Now go empower yourselves. I'm hungry. <laughs> Speaking of empowerment, too much of it. Uh, I just saw this. The, uh, they are allowing. This is a terrible idea. Um, Broomhead was the one I heard talking about this, where they're, uh, they've started a hotline for parents to call when their kids are being taught something the parents don't like. And mainly it's race stuff. The critical race yeah, theory. Mainly yeah. it's like if they feel like there's race involved, the, you have just opened Pandora's box of racism and a f- disaster. I told you a few days ago, public school teachers, it's time to start thinking about quitting that terrible job that you call a passion. It's about to get worse. Now you have anonymous parent phone calls yelling at you, like trying to get you in trouble and you fired for 
because you might have said something they didn't like that you weren't you might not have been teaching critical race theory but now they just have a hotline to bark at you without ever like they've made the effort easier the parents should not be empowered the teachers should they should be allowed to tell your kids that your kids are stupid if they're stupid if they're abusing them and saying they're stupid when they're not that's wrong but your parents should go hey your kid's kind of a dummy you better step it up at home Without the parents being like, well, maybe it's your fault. The teacher, It's never the teacher's fault. Like Brett and I have talked about before. When Mr. Craig did dumb stuff, <laughs> my dad got mad that Mr. Craig called him. He got mad at me. And even when Mr. Craig was wrong, he was a dick. He was, oh. he was a big, what a dick, this teacher, I tell you what. Him and Zabrowski, the worst. Zabrowski got his because he ended up <laughs> yeah, he did. tapping a ninth grader's boobs a few times. And then off you go. I don't think Craig had that. No, I think he was just. I think he just got off on being mean to kids, but he would call my parents and I'm like, "What'd you do?" I'm like, "Nothing." I'm like, "Well, I don't need this guy calling me, so whatever it is, knock it off." I'm like, "So I just got real quiet in Mr. Craig's class." I'm like, "This guy will call for anything. He hates me." I think it's uh, also gotten to the point where the parents uh, call so much that it all it can hurt your kid in the classroom. Of course like, it can. Oh. This is because your kid never does anything wrong. If a teacher calls your house about your kid, your kid's being a dick. You may not agree with the teacher, but don't give this open forum to parents to call a hotline to bitch about a teacher. That's all that's going to happen, especially when it's about race. They are hoping oh. it would just be this. This thing would placate everything. Oh, oh hotline. We'll put a hotline we'll up there. To, we'll and listen then, to the complaints. But then it's going to be, you know, a group of people call. You saw what happened so quick to our own DZ out nice. there in Gilbert. You know, people went nuts. It was just a complaint. They called the news. Parents can file complaints about materials being taught in Arizona classrooms that promote gender ideology, social emotional learning, and inappropriate sexual contact or conduct. Well, well, if that's going on, that's more than a complaint line, isn't it? If there's inappropriate sexual conduct, you don't call a hotline and go, hey, I don't like that uh, inappropriate sexual conduct. Is you, you go down there and you confront them and say, hey, ass. Yeah, you, I think you're, you're doing some inappropriate sexual conduct with kids. You bring a cop. You don't call a hotline. Maybe necessary. There's this fifth grade teacher, uh, Stephanie Sanabria. She teaches fifth grade math. Um, in Connecticut, and she choked a few kids out. Well, see, showing now, them martial art moves. Okay, a choke great. Move. One went a little heavy. The kid fainted. Yeah, and, and and you bring a police officer. You don't call a hotline when your kids are being choked to death and in they, the classroom. She yeah. resigned. But. Right. Well, <laughs> they gave her the opportunity to resign. That's yeah. you have a choice here. You either stop choking the kids or you quit. Well, I quit. All right, fine. We'll let you go. Man, those Connecticut schools, between the lunch lady banging the... It, <laughs> that's right. Okay, well, that one, yeah. Ah, nah, see, that's not, I'd nail the lunch lady <laughs> Yeah, I'd take the lunch lady. Whatever accident that lady was in Woo. was devastating to her features. But yeah, you can't choke kids out. You can't have inappropriate sexual conduct. If those things are happening in a classroom, you call the police and you have the person arrested. By the way, not just in a classroom. If Brady starts to exhibit inappropriate sexual conduct in here... He's going to jail for it. It's inappropriate sexual conduct. That's illegal. It isn't a complaint in curriculum. But it's that's not the that's not what the calls are going to be about. You mentioned that one of the kids in classes of the day. When does this end? I want your job. I quit. Public school teachers quit. Janitors make more than you. Just, you know, suck it up, get a job, fill the money side until you find something better. You don't need this. 
You, you want to you want people to appreciate how much you're needed. Stop showing up. Then the parents will be like, "Where'd the teachers go?" Remember when we had COVID and everybody uh, announced out loud, like in the first week, "I can't have my kid at home all day." Well, you're going to be home all day. Yeah, but I don't want to see him all day. Yeah. He's horrible. What's going on? It's like, well, the teachers can't teach him. You have to have your kids now. Don't get me wrong. I love him, but I, I don't want him here all the time. I mean, for 10 hours a day, he's gone. That's great. And then all you our realize parents were thinking that. Every parent. Do you remember how loud the parents oh, yeah. got? Like, not one of them was celebrating more time with their kids. Not one. What do you mean you got a half day? Oh, God damn it. Boy, my kid's home all day. Said no one yeah. ever. Every parent was like looking at another parent going, what are we going to do about this? We got to, we got to, we got to like pay the teachers extra. We got to cure this goddamn COVID. Like that was the fastest route to curing COVID ever. The schools that still remained open up, not the public, but. No, private schools. The private yeah, they're like, our kids are too rich to get Come going. on in. Yeah, they were letting them in. Yeah. Did Kirby ever have to, she stayed home for a little she bit. She did right? one semester. Yeah. Uh, at uh, she went to a public school for one yeah, semester. Nobody and it was, forward to they, that. They just didn't have it. It was a wreck. Yeah, it was a wreck. And then yeah. you had to deal with it. Yeah. And then you realized how important teachers are. I don't think they should get paid more than they get paid. You knew the job's money when you took it. It's not a high paying job. Period. That's it. There's a ceiling. But if you want people to know how important you are, part quit of immediately. part of uh, going to school, I believe, is you you might not agree with every teacher or like the teacher. Of course That's not. Part of Building characters, part of right. learning to uh, work right. with someone that you might not agree with. Now, on the flips, exactly. Yeah. Uh, if you have a teacher who's, you know, comes in dressed in a furry costume, but he's just teaching you math, you as a student, you know, and all this acceptance and nonsense that they keep preaching. Yeah. The fact of the matter is you have to learn how to deal with people you don't, like, agree with or, like, you don't like their lifestyle I mean, we work in a building where uh, most of the building down the uh, the lifestyle is appalling. It's ridiculous what goes on down the hall. Uh, we have no idea what they're doing with their free time, but it isn't clean. But, you know, they seem okay, so long as they're not doing it to me. I can listen to somebody who says, you know, you should consider transgender lifestyle. And I don't consider it pushing it on me because I have developed my thoughts. Kids can't have that thrown at them, but they can be in a room with it, can't they? Yeah. Yeah, and unless it and gets yes, like there really may be crazy, something said uh, to be said about um, you know, I, I can remember a couple of teachers on the po- political side of things growing up, a, a history teacher that was sure. really uh, a staunch Republican or a, another one a staunch yeah. Democrat. They used to just be able to say it, yeah, because parents were doing the teaching at home stronger than the teachers could influence your kids. But now that parents don't let the, the my child is free to think whatever you want. You need to like start instilling some of the parent values. So when a teacher says something, your fragile little angel doesn't absorb every word he hears and then wants to cut his dick off Tuesday because the teacher mentioned transgenders. I've had a couple gay teachers. I remember one of my teachers was clearly gay, but every time he said, well, this weekend, my wife and I. <laughs> Stop it class stop it that's real anyway Teresa and i went over to a uh, 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 who's Teresa? oh it's my wife stop that i can mention my wife without you guys chuckling i said my wife and we'd all like go yeah that's good stuff he's pretending to have a wife that poor woman is a beard well that's how i learned what a beard was i learned in school what homosexuals used to do to fit into regular society which is marry a sad pathetic fat woman who was willing to tolerate that her husband was gay just to have a husband. 
So anyway, we were at the opera. Who? My wife and I. Stop it! <laughs> You're all going to detention. Anyway, so I was in bed with my wife. Oh, you kids are, that's enough. Now, I've had gay teachers and it taught me like, oh, okay. So what? Dave Churchman didn't talk too much about his uh, personal life. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you knew, and I mean, he was uh, very flamboyant dressed. You know, <laughs> he was gay. And, yeah. He's a super gay guy. Yeah. We had a couple of super gay teachers. And that you didn't really care until that was like, oh, oh. And when he said wife, you'd look at the kid next. Like if Brett and I were in a class together, we'd have never made it. We'd still be in high school oh, if yeah. I sat next to you. We'd be like, <laughs> Mr. Olson's talking about his wife again. <laughs> Brett, John, quiet. Or you're getting sent to the back of the room. <laughs> and of course, he wants to send us to the back. <laughs> I think you had the same thing, too. The other one that was a Vietnam veteran that was oh. teaching the class. And some of the best stories were, take us back into the crap, man. And he would, you'd try to, you'd be teaching history. And then he'd tell a story, and that's all we wanted to hear about. We had a shop substitute teacher that used slurs to describe the Vietnamese. Oh, where? At uh, Thompson. Oh, no, man. that was yeah, that was at Thompson. He uh, he was a substitute, and he was ancient. He wasn't the hearing aids one that we played with with fake uh, feedback that drove him bananas because Kurt Lack did the best fake feedback sound you'd ever heard, and the guy would just shake his head and pound his ears. Because Kurt could make a whole room feel like there was feeding back, and it made his ears crazy. Uh, so, uh, yeah, he he was another one, and he was ninety, and he'd been to Vietnam, and I think he was in Korea, and he hated Asians, and he made it clear immediately. I think he said something to one of the kids that looked Asian that he had he had, there was a possibility he had killed some of his family. Oh, I think, Jesus! I, so I honestly think that there was like a conversation, like a jokey one. Going, a few years ago, hey, you might have a few people that I've taken out. <laughs> USA, USA. I, 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 I would have transferred. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, you, you were a Gilbert <laughs> yeah. slaughtering animals. This guy was Sullivan, six four. Yeah. Had the airborne tattoo oh. on the forearm and proud of it. Yoked beard. The only thing missing in that classroom was a tripod with a rifle oh, out the window. Oh, just, I can't remember the teacher. I, I do remember the teacher's name, but I'm not going to say it. But Mr. Olson taught drama, and Mr. Olson was the one that's like, my wife and I. But I loved Mel Olson. One of the, he just recently passed away. One of the greatest teachers I've ever had. But everybody at the school knew Mel might have had a little uh, femininity. Sure. That wasn't the most manly man in the world. And I remember the, I remember the teacher said to me, from Rhodes to Dobson, he said, let me see your schedule. Because they gave us our Dobson schedule. And I had Mr. Olson for drama. Because, yeah, I was going that direction. My dad thought I was gay for sure. Uh, but I had Olson for drama. And he goes, Olson, watch your back. <laughs> and I remember that clearly. Because te- he was a cool teacher, too. I'm like, really? Well, yeah. And I didn't know what that meant. And then I met him. I'm like, that's what Mr. K was talking about. <laughs> I get it. Anyway, so I was canoodling with the wife. Oofta. <laughs> And I'm like, he seems all right. He was a super nice man. He would come to Tony Roma's with his wife. And he'd be like, this is my wife. I'm like, proof, evidence. Like, she's here. And she just looked like a deer in headlights. And just because I'm your teacher doesn't mean we can't be friends. I'm Mel while I'm here, and you're John. I'm not Mr. Olson anymore, and this is my wife. What was your name again? And I would giggle again. Like, ah, I didn't know. Anyway, you got a woman at the table to talk to. It was fun. 
But uh, yeah, so if you're if you're gonna have if, if you're a public school teacher today, uh, I'd put in my two weeks, uh, and then I wouldn't show up anymore until they begged me to come back. Your phone will ring when these people with kids start realizing that without public school teachers, their kids stay home, and that is the last thing parents want. The last thing parents want. You know, the only people fighting that four-day-a-week schooling are parents. Well, what are you going to do with them on that fifth day? Who's your kid? You love him and be with him? on a... No, seriously. No, like, what is your real <laughs> plan here? What, like, is there, like, are they going to open the doors to the school? First question I saw on the news, I'm like, four-day school plan for a lot of Phoenix school districts. You get, the parents standing behind podiums, uh, you guys are going to open the doors on the Friday, though, right? They're still allowed to go and, like, be there. Nope. you got to figure it out. I don't want to. That's what public schools are for. Like, you guys babysit them for free for 10 hours. A t- What's going on? What's going on, Hal? <laughs> nope, we're just going to work four days and we're going to take off. Quit, school teachers. It's over. Because all you're going to hear is, hey, he talked about black people being special. I don't want my kid learning that. You, know, you do the Harriet Tubman thing. That's not real history. Harriet Tubman was a... <laughs> That's all you're going to hear is racist stuff. Just And it's going to be your fault. So quit today. You hear the words you say sometimes? I mean, who talks like that? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people. And you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Holmberg's morning sickness. And on the way out, tell the kids to f*** themselves. They've got no future. Most of them are going <laughs> to die in a gunfight anyway. Going to Mexico for free surgery. How about that? Were we ever right about that yesterday? Turns out the rap sheet for those four people down in Mexico wasn't exactly the cleanest history in the world. At least the article I saw that they had... Kind of a they're certainly not. Uh, they're still, you know, using it to uh, warn people from going to Mexico, right? Because the spring spring break season is on. They hit a beehive. Whatever happened, and they're telling people don't do this. But especially because they know already, a uh, they're going to try to kill all the American tourists with fentanyl by selling them the drugs. And half of your kids are going down there for drugs. Like there's no none of you. You, you may think you're your angel going to 
spring break is going for fun and maybe a little drinking. No, they're going to do Adderall laced with fentanyl and you're going to have a dead body coming back over the board and you're going to wonder what happened. You're going to blame the cartel and you should be blaming yourself for letting them go down there in the first place. Don't go to Mexico. But they, the, that whole thing we were talking about, those four people, that, was, that is more and more and more turning into a drug bust or a drug deal gone wildly south and a big one too. That was just one of the errands to stop by and get yep. the surgery done. Yep. Oh, that was just There's, the payoff at the yeah, end. That's what they that told was. everybody in the States. This is why we're going. You don't tell people we're going down there to do a massive uh, deal with the cartel. And No. Drive through Brownsville and then end up in some weird cartel town? No. Where were they From going? South Carolina. Where? What was the end destination? Where's this doctor? You can get to the doctor. Like, they set up on the border on purpose because they know we don't want to go too deep into that asshole. So where were they? So, anyway, yeah, that's getting real hairy, real fast. Real fast. Good luck with that one, you spring breakers. Why can't you just do spring break at, like we said, Havasu? And it's a bunch of great places. My dad's biggest fear is that I'd come back from, like, a spring break with a tattoo or a pierced ear. Mine was that I'd come back at all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was that fear. But never was it like, you know, all right, he's going to go down there and try Mexican Adderall and end up with fentanyl and my dad didn't worry about that because it wasn't a thing he was worried about and he probably would have been like you dumbass you took drugs you deserve to be half dead well he, the big thing you know coming from the midwest and that everyone would go to florida right we had daytona beach fort lauderdale uh that's fort still Myers, there and there's always three to five deaths yeah sure that happens yeah. falling off a balcony drunk the party yep nobody's sober the, the the boring people were sober Telling everybody to stop getting on that balcony. The ones that were trying to stop the dying. But that's spring break. The belly flop contest where someone breaks their spine and that's been a wheelchair forever. And then is on Oprah going, you got to stop all of the problems. That's spring break. It's just you. You were were the 1% that screwed up your spring break and and you can't walk anymore. I remember when I did get my ear pierced, though. (laughs) Remember when if you had your ear pierced in your right ear, you were gay? Yeah. Yeah. Like that was all it took. To start just slobbering on dudes. Was it, oops, I got the right ear. And my dad, I got my left ear pierced. And uh, he didn't see it for a few days. And then I had a dangling. Dangling cross? A cross. Yeah. So I, that's what, you know. Father Dale liked that. Kids with long hair did. Yeah, I, I didn't, yeah, Father Dale probably would have. He was tired. He's like, he's not paying attention. Father Dale oh, really? probably would have. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to bring him to the... Why am I not attractive to this guy? Do I need Jesus hanging off my Something ear? Something shiny on my yeah. ear. Attractive. I like know him. what he likes. Hey, a big gold cross. See? <laughs> Your favorite person was murdered on this off my ear. But yeah, my dad goes, what in the hell is on your ear? I'm like, I got my ear pierced. Oh, Jesus. And sitting on this big, ugly couch we had, dead quiet in the room. I'm fighting back tears because I know he's about to, like, just ridicule me beyond belief. And not in a fun way. Like, he's, he means it. Which ear is it left? Good. At least you're not a twink. But you look like one anyway. What are you doing? <laughs> Dad, it's not, what, it's not like when you were a kid. No, when I was a kid, things were normal. You look like an idiot. And then every time I was around him, I'd take it out. Because deep down, I kind of knew I looked stupid. But I had that earring in there for a while. And, oh, he would have rather I took fentanyl and dropped dead <laughs> than wander around with him and his friends with a uh, gold cross hanging off my ear with that mullet, that blonde mullet I was toting about. <laughs> this is my son for now. I'm hoping he starts a drug problem with all these hippies he listens to.
What in the hell is this? Holds up the Poison album. Are you, are you a trance? <laughs> no. Oh my God. You're not one of them ACDCs, are you? I'm like, what do you mean? The band? You know, the, you go both ways. Stop it. I don't know. You got the long hair, the earring. All the signs point to you taking one in the back door. <laughs> Jesus. I heard that my whole childhood. Jesus. What is this? And he's changed his ways completely, but pink shirts, earrings, all that stuff. That's, he was just OP corduroy shorts. Oh, and- the OP corduroy baby shorts that I used to wander around with. My, my socks pulled up past my knees like thigh highs. I was the sexiest little girl in the world. <laughs> An earring, the long hair. Ready for a pride parade. <laughs> oh, the pride people were like, you're overdoing it. You, you look too gay. <laughs> You are so gay today. It was so bad. You're giving us a bad name. You're not going to half shirts. I wore half shirts, OP shorts, and socks pulled up past my knees. I was so hot. Did you have the fishnet type shirts too? Those uh, <laughs> I didn't those wear those. Little aired out I ones. wanted to, <laughs> but because my body was undeveloped, like a I looked like a bird without feathers for the first eighteen years. Uh, yeah, the, the the half shirt was good because I had the little abs. I didn't have a choice. I was the skinniest person in the world. But the, the chest was undeveloped and sad. <laughs> so the, the, the fleshy fishnet. No, I wanted them. Don't We're get me the wrong. gully shirts. Do not get me wrong. I wanted one badly. And Varnays that look like Harry Carey's glasses yes. on my dumb face. Allies. Yeah. Oh. And every time I'd come out of my bedroom getting ready to go somewhere, you'd hear it in the back of the house somewhere. Jesus. What? Go ahead. Enjoy yourself out there. Dad, have you seen my croquis? <laughs> this is what you... I don't see your friends dressing like this. Yeah, they do. They don't look like you, though. Jesus. That's all he kept doing. When I shaved my head the first time, you look like you've got AIDS. Thanks, Dad. Well, you look sick. I'm not going to lie to you. I mean, he never he never beat around the bush. There was never a moment with Dan that was like middle ground. He either liked it or he didn't, and you knew about it. Then I had two dogs. Yeah. Oh, great. Now I got a whore and your sister. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm not a whore. Could have fooled me. <laughs> Half shirt, butt huggers. I can see your ass. You might, when my sister came, remember when ass cheeks hanging out of shorts was a thing for oh, a while? Yeah. Oh, my God. There, it was World War Five at our house. There were, he had skipped past two of the wars we didn't have and made it bigger than ever. Your ass cheeks are hanging out. You know what you do with your ass is I don't need to see that at dinner. <laughs> Go put some goddamn pants on while I eat. Mercy! <laughs> Talk to her about this, please. Jesus. There's my daughter's butthole. You're not leaving. Dolphin shorts. And my sister's ass would hang out of those things. I'm leaving. And he's taking me. See, si. hello, hola, my name is Miguel. <laughs> Miguel, will you step out of the house for five seconds? I got to talk to my daughter who's in somebody else's pants. Some kind of shorts, some leg warmers, yeah. and Reeboks. Oh, it was huge hair stick. All that time to do her hair and then put those that underwear on and tried to leave the house, and it was just the end. It was a cartoon. He just picked her up over his head and just spun her like a just until she threw up. Just you're not leaving. I got to look at your ass cheeks all day. Are you kidding me? Go put a pair of pants on. You don't know anything bad. You're being a dick. All right, that's it. Get out. You're not allowed to live here anymore. Until the friend comes over with a vacuum cleaner. Let's take a look at that. Oh, now, that was different. When my sister's (laughs) friends were wearing them, all of a sudden, ooh, Jesus. It was a much different approach. 
Thinking about cooking out, ladies. And he would, oh, he would barbecue on a 130 degree day just to stand out there and watch my sister's friends swim. <laughs> Anybody want a wiener? <laughs> what about you, Lisa? Thanks, Mr. Holmberg. Good Lord. How old are you? 17. One more year. And then I'd come out. Oh, no. The twink's going to wreck it. Little sea blocker. <laughs> Who wants the chicken pie? Oh, great. You got to wear a two-piece, yeah. too. <laughs> Why don't you cover up your chance, little lady? You're walking around with your <laughs> out, ma'am. Oh, I'm sorry. You're my son. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty funny. He's a different human being now, but boy, oh, boy, that earring day and my clothes, but poof. I'm sure your sister didn't walk around with her ass out. Torp would have probably said something. She, uh, yeah, she did. She skipped the dolphin much. pants, the dolphin phase. Oh, yeah. my sister's friends would come over, and it was like the whole neighborhood would just show up and peer out the windows. I mean, she all might have friends. been, but it would have been in college, so she was out of town, kind of during that phase, the four years, and then the summer. Yeah, yeah, I mean, not too much. There was there was some crossover. Uh, conflicts with uh, whoever you're hanging out with. Sure. And she wanted to do a, an overnight, I remember, camping trip Sure, and they were probably with a there. senior, and she was like a sophomore. Well, they were going to have sex around. in the woods. Yeah. yeah. They tried to shut that down. They did. They still make them. Look at that. See, now it's great if it's not your sister, those shorts. Look at those. Those need to come back. Oh, that's, my sister would walk around in those in the house. Now, her friend's doing it. My friend, there was a kid in my neighborhood named Jeff Begley. We didn't even like each other that much. And he would knock on the door when I wasn't home because my sister would answer the door. And he's like, every time I go to your house, I get to look at your sister's so it's great. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> I don't even like you, bro. But- if, he didn't care if I was home. He just knock on the door and my sister, what do you want, Begley? Strong around? No. You mind if I wait inside? I guess. And then I'd come home and Jeff Begley sitting on the couch with my sister in those dolphin shorts and a tank top. I just sit and look at your sister's huge all day. It's fine by me. What do you want to do? I'm like, get out of here, Bagley. I didn't want to play with you. <laughs> yeah. These do need to make a comeback. Those need to make a comeback. The white pipe. Wow. Wow. And you make a comeback everywhere but on your relatives. Or that brought at the Suns game. <laughs> or that chick at the Suns game. We'd need all the material of the 14 girls we just looked at wouldn't cover one of her ass cheeks. That, that lady was large. She was so gigantic. Even, How gigantic she? even the guys, wow. even even wow. the NBA guys were like, no, that's too big and fat and white for me. <laughs> I'm not. Even the sons turned around and went, oh, that's too much. You're blonde. You're gigantic. You're no, but that's and you're my yeah. We have a we have a <laughs> we have a ceiling, and you've well surpassed it. That was a amazingly large woman. It's pretty great. Anyway, dress your kids appropriately. Teachers quit school today. No, no, no! Parent really wants their kids at home all the time. And bring back dolphin shorts. And bring back dolphin Whoa, shorts. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, what are those? Aren't dolphin shorts? What are those called? Uh, those, those are, are like, dolphin so shorts. Like squeeze volleyball. That one just shorts. says squeeze on the ass. No, oh, my dad. I'm glad my dad wasn't uh, around. Or like juicy shorts weren't around when my dad was uh, parenting. Oh, my sister would have been bounced off every wall in the house wearing those. And we've gotten calls from guys like, hey, Holmberg, what's going on? I went to school with your sister. Oh, great. I banged her. Oh, thanks for that. <laughs> you too, huh? Yeah, all right. Nice to meet you. Yeah, I banged your sister. I'm like, thank you. I met a guy at the Four Peaks event. You remember me? I was in your house once. My name's Brian. I'm like, no. 
I remember you. You were a skinny little kid. I'm like, how do you know me? Oh, I was banging your sister. Oh, okay. Well, that goes without You don't saying. need to say that. All you have to say, I knew your sister. Yeah, I, met your sister. I met your sister in high school. Stop! <laughs> it's like a Western Union at that point. I can fill in the blanks. Like you did my sister. I went to school with your sister. Stop! Right there. Yeah, yeah, I did it. Okay, I know. I even had a guy come to me and say, uh, we went to high school together. I'm a year younger than you. I'm like, oh, okay. My brother went with, uh, he told me, my brother banged your sister. Like, basically just, like, couldn't wait to tell me. And then he just laughed. I'm like, okay. All right. You're great. Well, my dad, this is my dad. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> is this what you deal with at your events? Yeah. Pretty much everybody that knew us, uh, you're going to hear that about eight times tonight. Hey, you're, you're the, you're Dan? I remember meeting you. I don't remember meeting you. Uh, I banged your, I banged, I banged your daughter. It's <laughs> like, all right. You were one of the guys you in line. You kicked me out of the house. <laughs> My name's Miguel. You don't have the accent anymore. It's good to see you, Miguel. <laughs> you remember me? I was the guy who left the stain on your couch? That the yellow oh, Camaro? right. No, the old Camaro was a guy named uh, Kurt. Oh, okay. <laughs> that guy was a dick. <laughs> I met a lot of boyfriends of the sister, and if they spoke English, they were dicks. If they didn't, I tend to like them, because I, I couldn't tell they were dicks or not. They were just... Foreign nationals. <laughs> <laughs> See, is this your diamondback? I'll never forget that guy. He took a look at my 20-inch diamondback like it was the holy grail. He stopped being interested in impregnating my sister and started wanting my bike. <laughs> is this your diamondback? Uh, the one in the garage of the house I live in that I just got off of and put in that garage? Yeah, that's mine. That's how it works. See? 20-inch? Yeah, it's a 20. See? You know what? I'm, get your eyes off my bike for a second. Get in there and start banging my sister again. What's wrong with you? <laughs> my cousin was uh, into dating the Persians. Ooh. Because it was the late 70s and all the families came over in 79 yeah. from Iraq and Iran. and Escaping. And, Refugees. Uh, and I just remember my uncle, who's a lawyer, very prim and proper, and there were a lot of Z-28s and Iraqs <laughs> oh, yeah. in the driveways. <laughs> yeah, Iraq Z-28s and rugs and... Weird drinks, Krev Kalash. Brady, this is Tariq. Good to meet you. <laughs> Hello. I love, if my sister had an option, there would have been Persian bow hunks in our house, too. My family escaped great trouble when he had to bang your sister. Oh, okay. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello. No, it's 5 o'clock. Uh, my brother-in-law is praying again. <laughs> Which direction is east? It's that. You know where east is, don't. Okay. Is that your diamondback? You can't have it to bash into any buildings or anything. I don't know your plans with my bike. Yeah, that diamondback didn't go missing. I kept my eyes on it every time one of my sisters. Thank God my sister wobbled their legs. They couldn't get on the bike to ride away too quickly. They were still a little bit weak <laughs> from all the teen sex that was happening in that middle bedroom. And they just wandered around the house. Like my sister was nowhere to be found. There's just some guy. Who are you? Uh, your sister's friend. What are you doing without her? Like, shouldn't you be with her at all times? Like, you can't just walk through the house. She's asleep. Oh, God, again? So, I'm just looking at your stuff. Like, all right, you got to go. My parents aren't home. You're not allowed to be I there. finished the crown molding in the room. <laughs> I did some work because I feel I owed your family for all of the free sex. <laughs> yes, the steel weed eater yeah. is mine. <laughs> I did a uh, lamb beam and took this wall out. He's a... Uh, Load-bearing wall, so I give you more... I make this open concept. Great. Speaking of open concept, I think my sister's ready for round two. 
<laughs> yeah, I'd, just, I'd be on the couch and some dude would just walk by. I'm like, who are you? I'm your sister's boyfriend, David. Cool. Who are you? Wait, what do you I live. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you're in my seat. I, you're in my. I like this part of the couch. Turn it to channel thirty three. The Spanish one? No. <laughs> <laughs> you go home now. I don't have a ride. Is this your bike? Yeah. That's eh, for now. I know it's going to be yours in a second. Oh my childhood. Forget it. Who started this? Is this your fault? I think it is. <laughs> Damn. Teachers. Teachers. Yeah, these goddamn teachers, if they'd have just quit their job. See, this is why you don't want your kids at home all day. My sister would have been pregnant five times a day. Uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats, Bert? Uh, wake up song time. And, of course, it's brought to you by Action Ride Shop. This weekend's time to hit the trails and uh, do it on a brand new bike because it's Santa Cruz factory sale going on at Action Ride Shop. The entire month, all the Santa Cruz bikes on sale. Plus, if, you know, maybe you're into something else, you know, no problem. 10% off all front <laughs> suspension mountain bikes and uh, 20% off all winter clothing. It sounded so, weird. I know. Actually, I, I thought that after yeah. I said it. ActionRideShop.com. Well, we can play Turbo Lover, um, <laughs> which is on the list. Uh, ActionRideShop.com is where you go or go visit the boys over there on Gilbert Road in Southern. Uh, Static X on the list, obviously, I just mentioned Priest, System of a Down. Terror, A Day to Remember, Avenge Sevenfold, Falling in Reverse, yeah. Seven Dust, Skindred, Biscuit, man, Metallica. Man. But then you got uh, Corn Twisted Transistor for KD. There you go. That's what it is. The Slim Reaper went down. And he's not shaped like a normal human being. The reason he's fragile is because he's got Caleb's bones in a seven-foot body. If you, if you see him in person, like on TV, it doesn't do him justice. You see him in person. It's the aliens at the end of Close Encounters coming out of the ship. The dude's hands go down to his ankles, and they're as thin as my fingers. His legs are like my arms, and I don't – that's not a compliment to either of us. It's weird. And it's just a matter of, like, it's just not a human build. Of course he's going to have injuries. We've got to treat him with kid gloves. So I wouldn't be surprised if Katie's out for a while. But Twisted Transistor's a good one. You got that one or is Toledo loading uh, it up? I don't know. Is he loading it up? I don't know. I'm going to get all the... I can get it. We just got to get the... I don't have a clean version of it. Yeah. And, and this guy said something smart. He goes, say no to dolphin shorts. Americans are way too fat for them. It is a different time. Dolphin shorts and uh, body positivity is a bad combination. You're going to have people thinking that they look good or it doesn't matter how they look. It's in style. And that's not... That's just... That's probably true. Yeah, it's... Um, Maybe we shouldn't talk about dolphin shorts. That should be, and they should have a store that says, you know, just small and extra small. That's it. You, you can't. No sizes for you. You have it. Uh, yeah, I'll get it. We got to pull up the lyrics. And... Twisted transistor. Is it yeah. dirty? That's two Fs in it. Three it Fs in it. Yeah. Oh, all right. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. See, I'm, I'm learning this because in radio for so long, I've just listened to those particular those songs. radio edits. <laughs> those radio edits. I assume that's it. Twisted transistor has cusses. When? Uh, I don't even know which where it starts. All right, well we'll find out. I, guess. I can pull it up. I, I got them right here. Up. We're good. Okay. It's not early. It's not necessary to the song. <laughs> it is though. I prefer it dirtier. I just didn't know they had it. <laughs> now I like the song again. That's a great song. It's a great song, but I didn't know it had F words in it, so it's new to me again. There it is. F U two. How did I miss yeah. that? How did I ever miss that? It's just a, it's screaming f you. It's corn. It's just like you just expect it. It's just like normal. I'm too busy just going every time their songs are on. So I didn't even know they were using words. All right, let's do it. 
It's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.